So here we are again, and here we are for the first time. Another calendar year complete, and another new year ringing with promise. Do you have your 2022 calendar ready? And have you set your resolutions or intentions for your next trip around the sun? Now, when a new year begins, we look back and look forward, much like we do during Advent. At the new year, we remember the events and the people that have shaped us, and we mark the hopes and expectations we carry with us. So as we look back, we take time to remember the bright lives of those who died during the year, the loved ones lost and missing at the dinner table, the celebrities and artists who have met their final rest. We remember the ways our lives have been forever touched by those who have inspired us. For me, the death of Archbishop Desmond Tutu made me pause last Sunday. Archbishop Tutu received many accolades and awards for his faith and work for justice and peace. But I remember him dancing on stage and his exuberant love for God. His bright smile and the mischievous sparkle in his eyes will be missed. The incredible way he shared the love and hope of God will not be replicated. He lived his life in such a way to share his bright joy and hope for others. Now the archbishop partnered with his dear friend, the Dalai Lama, in writing the Book of Joy. As their conversations for the book closed, Archbishop Tutu offered this final blessing. Dear child of God, you are loved with a love that nothing can shake, a love that loved you long before you were created, a love that will be there long after everything has disappeared. You are precious with a preciousness that is totally quite immeasurable. And God wants you to be like God, filled with life and goodness and laughter and joy. This blessing from Desmond Tutu reminds us of the kind of presence and love that begins the Gospel of John. A love that nothing can shake. A love that started long before the world was created, before you and I were created. And a love that will be there long after everything we know has disappeared. So listen to these familiar words from the first chapter of John, trusting that these words are filled with love. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, it seems right to start this new calendar year with John's take on the beginning. We begin with the word and with God. We begin with light and the life of all people. We begin with the glory of God and the word made flesh who moved into the neighborhood as Eugene Peterson translates it. During this second Sunday after Christmas and the second day of a new calendar year, we remember that God's love was there in the beginning, in the word, in the light, in Christ. God wanted all creation to flourish, and God sent Jesus to lead the people to wholehearted living. We look back and we remember that the world began with God's love, and we look forward trusting that God's love will light the way. The poetry of John's gospel can be difficult to parse and explain. Herbert O'Driscoll, an Anglican priest and scholar, writes, even before time began, there existed, deep within the mystery we call God, a force or energy pulsating with creativity. Now, the climax of creation occurs when the word that is the source of creation becomes such a creature. And that word in flesh, we see what John calls glory. And we know this glory to be a reflection of the unimaginable glory we call God. We will never know how the word became flesh, but we do know why. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. We trust that God's love was there in the beginning of the word and the world. God's love entered the world in a vulnerable baby, a child celebrated by shepherds and worshiped by scholars. God's love was present in the light of a star, and God's light still guides us to live courageously today. We hold on to the promise that God's light still shines, even during times of hardship and confusion.
God's light and love still illumine our lives, even when the way forward is uncertain. Now, I guess I am not the only one who has grown weary with the news of another variant, another surge of COVID cases, another season when our hospitals and healthcare workers are stretched to their limits. I look forward to the day when this pandemic is no longer so pressing or present in our prayers. I look forward to the day when we can gather without fear or worry about keeping each other healthy. The promise that God's love is there at the beginning reminds me to keep doing my part to care for this church family and for our community. God's love is steadfast and sure. God's light has not and will not be extinguished. And during this season, when the sun goes down so early in the evening, the glimmering lights on porches and in windows and in yards around my neighborhood help add cheer and hope. I am grateful that so many people still have their holiday lights up, adding color and warmth to these long nights. Like the poetry of John's gospel, we need reminders of light and hope to help us during difficult times. Now, when I was in high school, my Sunday school teachers gave our youth group a homework assignment one week. We were tasked to ask one person what gave them joy. We were assigned to interview one person of faith to find out what brought light into their lives. And I thought about who I should talk to. It didn't seem right to ask just one of my parents, so I decided to ask my Grandma Holly. I called her up, and after assuring her that all was well with my family, I told her I had a question to ask. This is for an assignment for Sunday school, Grandma. I want to know what brings joy in your life. She didn't hesitate before responding. What brings joy? Well, that's easy. My faith, my family, and my friends. It was a simple answer for her and one that she lived out. She loved every moment when all her children and grandchildren were gathered together. From her warm welcome every time someone visited her, to sharing meals and mailed packages filled with cookies and wrapped in love, to her hugs that wrapped you in delight with each greeting and goodbye. My Grandma Holly shared her joy and her light widely. And today, as we hear the gospel's promises of God's love and light of Christ, I invite you to think about the people of light in your life. As Archbishop Tutu said, who are the people who remind you of God's love, 
and are filled with life and goodness and laughter and joy. Who are the people whose love and light have brightened your days? And consider how you might shine your light. How will you share the life and light of Jesus? Today, can you hear the ancient words that bring a fresh call? They call us to shine God's light in this world. They call us to share God's love in this world. And as Desmond Tutu said, these words call us to be like God, filled with life and goodness and laughter and joy. May it be so for you and for me. Amen. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks that your light still shines. We give you thanks that you have begun everything with love. We ask that you continue to send us out to shine your light and to share your love in this world. Strengthen us for the way together through the message and the model of your son, Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.